0: Hello, everybody. This is your host, That Vegan Jedi. Today is July the 3rd, 2021, just as a marker. I have been hearing recently, over the past, I would say two weeks, the phrase white veganism. And I was confused by it. it, doesn't make any sense. I decided to do some research And talk to some people, talk to some vegans and some non-vegans, and try to get my head around this. So, to my understanding, people that are white, people who are Caucasian, people who are white and are vegan are being called racist. And I am actually at Juliana Yaz... And her name is Juliana Yazbik, Arab feminist born on occupied Algonquin land. And I'm reading her article, and basically what she is saying is that if you are a vegan and you are white... You are automatically racist because being a vegan is a privilege because I know when I go and spend, you know, $3 on rice and beans that will last me several meals, that is very privileged. And just for, you know, a statement, if you don't know, I am African-American. I am a black man living in America, living in the South, and I am downright offended that white people who are vegans are being called racist. This is one of the dumbest things I've heard in my entire life. So, what the article is saying is that there is a global demand for certain foods, one being chickpeas, one being for quinoa, but most people pronounce it quinoa, avocado, cashews, and coconut, and they are now being mass-produced, and no one cares about the poor brown and black and red people that are growing these foods so that white vegans can have their hummus and their coconut milk and their cashew butter, and that it is unfairly driving the price of these products through the roof so that the average person cannot afford them so how dare you vegans that are white make life harder for everyone else so that that is basically what Juliana Yazbik is saying that the demand for avocados the demand for quinoa coconuts cashew Is driving the price to a a high level where the average person just cannot afford it. So I am now at www.mcdonalds.com and I'm looking at their menu. I'm looking at the one, two, three dollar menu where everything that's on this menu costs either $1, $2, or $3. So let's just start off. Sausage biscuit. I can get a sausage biscuit for $1. Sausage McMuffin, Sausage McGriddle. Neither one of those are vegan. And there's a very, very high demand and since there's such a very high demand, because you can go to any McDonald's, I live in Orlando, Florida, and there's a McDonald's literally a block and a half from me, and it's Marquise Reed Billions Served. So there's a very high demand for sausage, obviously, sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage McGriddle for a dollar. Moving down, hash browns. Some people say it can be considered vegan, but it's cooked in animal fat, so it's not. Then they have the McCafe mocha, um, caramel mocha, which, you know, there's dairy in it. The latte, the caramel latte, the French vanilla latte, the caramel macchiato, the caramel frappe, which they put whipped cream and all that on, and you know none of that is vegan. The mocha frappe and the strawberry banana smoothie... The mango pineapple smoothie, and now we get down to the more expensive items on the one, two, three dollar menu. We get to the McDouble, where you get two hamburger patties and one slice of cheese. Pickles, onions, ketchup, mustard, three dollars. The McChicken, Chicken McNuggets. And then they have all their sodas, Coca-Cola Sprite, Fanta Orange. Okay, and of course they have the world famous fries, which is like right around two for a small fry. And once again, potatoes are vegan, but they're cooked in animal fat. Okay, so for argument's sake, there's nothing on this menu that's vegan except for maybe the sodas, but if they use refined sugar, and refined sugar is um, processed through the bones of cows. They superheat the bones of a dead cow, and they pour the sugar through it, and the heat strips it of its color and makes it white. Okay. Oh, unsweetened tea. That might be the only thing on here that can actually be considered vegan without anyone arguing. Okay. So, these things are in high demand, and they're on the $1, $2, and $3 menu. So, I'm confused, because according to Juliana Yazbik, vegans that are white putting in such a high demand for avocados is the reason why avocados, especially Haas avocados out of California, are so expensive. That's why quinoa is so expensive. That's why chickpeas and cashews are so expensive because vegans that make up less than 2% of the United States population has driven the price of cashews through the roof, where most people can't afford it because of their high demand. There's a much higher demand for pork So how can McDonald's sell it for a dollar and still make a huge profit? Okay, so now we're going to go check out someone else's page. This is Nathan Nobis, an association professor of philosophy at Morehouse College. And he's talking about food deserts. Now, the definition of a food desert is when you have to travel more than 10 miles to get to a grocery store that little mom and pop um corner store where it's literally like the size of someone's living room that's not a grocery store that's like a little you know corner convenience store i'm talking a grocery store like an aldi a publix or walmart whole foods piggly wiggly if that still is a thing um i was born in 73 they might still be around. They might not. But um, if you have to leave your neighborhood and travel more than 10 miles to get to a major grocery store, that is the definition of a food desert. And this affects low income people the most. OK, so if you live in a very low income neighborhood you will find plenty of McDonald's and Taco Bells, and you will find plenty of KFCs and Arby's come everywhere you go in any direction, east, west, north, south, any point on the compass. And you will pass several of those, Pizza Hut and, and all of this, before you get to an actual grocery store that sells fruits, vegetables, herbs, highly nutritious nutrient-dense foods that benefit the body. So that is the legal definition of a food desert, and vegans are being blamed for creating food deserts from our high demand, and I say our because I've been a vegan for five and three-quarters of a year. (laughs) I know I sound like a little kid. It's been five and three-quarters. Come September 25th will be my sixth anniversary as a vegan, September 25th. uh, So, we're getting very close. Okay. So, now I want to make another point. I want to push it a little further. I'm looking now at Burger King menu because Burger King actually has the Impossible Whopper. Now, the Impossible Whopper is $6.03, but a regular Whopper and I'm reading the description, our Whopper sandwich is a quarter pound of savory flame grilled beef topped with juicy tomatoes, fresh lettuce, creamy mayonnaise, ketchup, crunchy pickles, and sliced white onions on a soft sesame seed bun. You can get it for $5.48. dollars for a regular Whopper. $6.03 for an Impossible Whopper that's made out of plants. But if you get a Whopper that's made out of meat that's topped with plants, you can actually get it for less. Now, here's the problem that I have with that. You can get a Double Whopper, and here's the description. Now, a Double Whopper sandwich is a pairing of two. Quarter pound savory flame grilled beef patties topped with juicy tomatoes, fresh lettuce, creamy mayonnaise, ketchup, crunchy pickles, sliced white onions on a sauce, sesame seed bun. So, I can get a half a pound of meat, two quarter pound burgers for 6 or just one single plant patty, the Impossible Whopper for $6.03. So for 55 cents more, I can get a half a pound of meat versus a quarter pound of vegetables. Wow. Now, here's another thing that really pisses me off. When you go to Burger King, they will have a promotion every now and then where you can get two flame broiled Whoppers for the price of one. But it never includes the Impossible Whopper. You will pay $6.03 and you will get $1 impossible whopper or for $5.48 you can get two whoppers two regular whoppers wow you you can't make this up it's it's like vegans have a target on their back and now if you're a white vegan now people are claiming that you're a racist this oh my god this absolute positivity is infuriating and doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So, I am now at dosomething.org, 11 facts about food deserts. One, food desert is any geographic area where access to affordable healthy food is limited or non-existent and you're surrounded by drive through restaurants. This affects about 23.5 million people and most of them are low income, okay? And food deserts are not accurately being reported because if you live, say, in an all-Black or all-Spanish neighborhood or mostly Black, mostly Hispanic neighborhood, and there is a mom-and-pop convenience store on the corner, some government agencies consider that a grocery store, therefore you are not in the food desert when literally this corner store is about the size of a large living room if you go to a food pantry they're not giving you tomatoes they're not giving you cabbage they're giving you canned food that has been highly processed that has meat in it so this is just downright ridiculous so like this 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 let's move on And let's take a look at something that I find very, very interesting. Because you know there are lobbyists and there are subsidies and the government is pro-meat, anti-vegetable. So I decided to Google a question. How much would food, how much would meat cost if it wasn't for subsidies? And I am now at archive.thinkprogress.org and according to this without water subsidies because this is one way to get around it without water subsidies hamburger meat would cost $35 a pound $35 a pound so now you go to Burger King and you get yourself a double whopper for a 658 that's a half a pound of meat okay that's a half a pound and without water subsidies without water subsidies meat would be or you know just for the hamburger it would be 35 bucks for a pound therefore just going to burger king and getting a double Whopper would cost you $17.50. That's without making it a meal. That's without the large soda and fries. It will cost you $17.50. Because here's the thing, a pound of meat requires 2,500 gallons of water. To grow a pound of wheat it only takes 25 gallons but to produce a pound of meat is 2,500 gallons. Now, here's the thing. When they slaughter a cow, they slaughter a cow when it has 250 pounds of consumable flesh. 250 pounds of consumable flesh. And when you look at how much water it takes just to make a pound and you look at how much grains a cow will eat okay cuz they go through 20 pounds of grain to make one single edible pound of meat to make one edible pound of meat 20 pounds of grains now in one year the average adult can honestly go through 400 pounds of grains. Whereas a cow is doing 20 pounds of grain just to make one pound of consumable meat. And we're talking one cow consumes enough food to get to the the point where you can slaughter and make a profit 250 pounds The grains used to feed that one cow to make it ready for slaughter, to make it ready as far as weight goes, would provide enough grains to feed one adult for 12 and a half years. 12 and a half years and without government subsidies, without water subsidies and all these kickbacks and all these incentives, it would cost $35 a pound for meat. Just stop and think about that for a second, but it's a privilege to be vegan? A privilege according to who? Now, I am looking at this website, provident Living. <clears throat> provident-living-today.com and it shows that to feed a human for one year they would go through 400 pounds of grains, 100 pounds of rice, 200 pounds of wheat, 100 pounds of oats, 60 pounds of legumes, 60 pounds of pinto beans, 16 pounds of powdered milk, and it tells you how long this this would last, and how much cooking oil you would go through, sugar or honey, and salt, and the shelf life, and for most of it, it's like 30 years for the rice, the wheat, the oats, the pinto beans, the legumes, powdered milk, 20 years, and then cooking oil, 10 years. Honey indefinite, it can never go bad. And it's showing you a breakdown for one year $41.40 for the rice, $47.20 for the wheat. This is for a year. $30 for 100 pounds of oats. $30, $34.68 for 60 pounds of pinto beans. So when you add all of this up, $224.94. You could feed one adult for an entire year For $224.94. So if you remove the honey and the powdered milk, this whole list is vegan. And for less than $240, you could feed an entire human for an entire year. Tell me this is not a scam that I go to the grocery store and I spend 80 bucks and I come home with barely enough to eat for a week. But somehow it's vegans' fault. And not just any vegan, but white vegans. That is downright offensive and stupid on so many levels, it just boggles the mind. White veganism is a a phrase that needs to go away. Like today, yesterday, this is just downright. And if I ever catch anyone brown. They don't have to be black. They can be Native American. They can be Latino. If I come across anyone who was black, brown, red, calling a person who is white and vegan a racist just by being a white vegan, I'm going to punch them right in the throat because this is just downright ridiculous. Veganism is inevitable because it's getting to the point where people are starting to fight for food. And I'm talking like countries. Governments are fighting with other governments over food. And just look at the the rainforest down in Brazil. So many hectares of land set on fire so that it can be set off to the side for grazing, for cows, so you can have beef and milk. But somehow it's all vegans' fault. But I do want to bring up a very good point. If you're gonna call a white vegan racist because they're driving up the price allegedly of avocados and cashews and all of that, and that just eating these things is causing a problem, please. Tell me how many articles of clothing you have in your closet that's made out of cotton. Because as a black man from the South, I would much rather pay 10 times the amount of money for an avocado than to have anyone support the cotton industry. When you look at the history of my people and you're wearing your cotton socks and you're wearing your cotton underwear with your cotton T-shirt and you take a shower and you drive with your cotton towel and you get into bed with your cotton sheets. And then you turn around and you want to call a white vegan racist because they want avocados and cashews. You cannot be serious. This is by far one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my entire life. And I honestly feel sorry for her. And the thing of it is, is I know way more white vegans than I do black vegans, because in the black community, it's almost a sin to say that you don't want to eat fried chicken. And I know that sounds stereotypical, but I said what I said, and I ain't taking it back. I'm not sorry. The minute I told everyone in my family and all of my black friends that I was going vegan, they were like, Fried chicken. And someone actually waved fried chicken in my face. It was a, a, another black man waved some fried chicken in my face. And they were people were tempting me, like, don't you want some of this fried chicken? You're a black man. You can't stop eating. And it's like, are you, are you serious? Really? I mean, this is just, this is bullying 101. This is basic bullying, You're white and you're vegan. I don't like you. Therefore, I'm going to blame all the world's problems on you. White vegans are responsible for food deserts. White vegans are, you know, destroying ethnic farmers in the South. And it's like, this is by far one of the dumbest things I've heard in my 48 years of being on this planet. And I've heard a lot of dumb things, but this takes the cake. So, if you're not following me on social media, please check out my Instagram, my TikTok, that vegan Jedi. Communicate with me. Let me know what you think, please, and thank you. Also, if you would like to support my podcast efforts, I am now being listened to in 17 countries. I think that is awesome. I am expanding. And I do have a cash app. And it is That Vegan Jedi. Anything received would be greatly appreciated. I need to get myself a nice cool microphone, nice setup or whatever because I'm having way too much fun in podcast land and I'm trying to level up. So once again, Cash App, which is the money money symbol, That Vegan Jedi, anything donated would be greatly appreciated. Love and light always. I'm That Vegan Jedi, live from Orlando, Florida. Thank you and have a great day.